seeking collaborations with influential people, at GZPR, we create passion-fueled collaborations that go beyond traditional representation, a performance agency that onboards new clients every month. Our focus is on POC collaborations. Contact us now at hellogzpr.com, a self-aware public relations agency exploring world perspectives with leading talents. Hello and welcome. My name is Tiffany Farag and welcome to Get to Know You, a podcast for those who want to open conversations and access deeper dialogue, where conversations can become stronger when we explore our thinking and behaviour. Every Tuesday, a new question will be asked to a guest speaker. Today's episode is quite special, actually. It's an episode where I talk about my own experience with Vipassana meditation. What is Vipassana meditation? It's a 10-day meditation retreat in complete silence. What does that mean? We don't read, we don't write, we don't listen to music, we don't do any exercise. We meditate for 10 hours a day. How does this unfold? What's a typical day look like? Well, first, we wake up to a gong at 4 a.m. We get ready, brush our teeth. There's another gong at 4.20 to get people up if they're, you know, just in case some people may have slept, continued sleeping. And at 4.30, we start the first meditation. From 4.30 to 6.30, we have a two-hour meditation. You can do that in your room or in the meditation hall. I found that one of the 10 days, I did it in my room. The rest of it, I did it in the meditation hall, which was much more beneficial for me. In the meditation hall, you sit in your designated area and you meditate. You listen to what's said to you in the guided meditation. It's it's said to you by S.M. Goenga. He's the one that uh, teaches the practice. And we have our teachers there too, but we listen to the the recording in 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 the meditation hall. You listen to the instructions and you first three days of those instructions you focus on this triangle area you focus on your respiration the air flowing in to this area here and flowing out so what happens to the air that goes in through your nostrils focusing on it focusing on the air that comes out through your nostrils and on the area in your upper lip and we did that for the first few days and we made that area even smaller and just focused on the area on the upper lip and what happens when we breathe in and breathed out but to that area in the upper lip on the fourth day those few days actually before I jump into the fourth day those few days were quite challenging more so challenging on the body you know you're sitting in those in that cross-legged position on the floor you have your pillows and you try and get comfortable and you figure out, you know, do I need another pillow under my, my knee, my other knee? Do I need to sit on a few other pillows? You figure out what's working for your body. But you also try not to move. So you try and sit through the pain 
and your thoughts, your brain initially in the first few days, I would say your mind's racing. It's trying to settle. Um, And in that period of time, that's when people started leaving. A couple of people left. Um, One of those people were a roommate. And then in the fourth day, we started focusing on the sensations on the body. And you'd want to, in this moment, on the fourth day onwards, you try not to move. And when you have a sensation appear, sometimes it's an itch or it's a tickle or it's a sharp pain and you want to move. But the point of Vipassana is to let a sensation arise and don't react to it and understand that it will change. The sensation will change and it will pass. So you started to feel more and more sensations from your head, initially from the top of your head, moving down your body, from down to your face, your neck, your arms, your chest, your back, your legs. And you'd move in each section, you'd focus your attention and see what sensations you would feel. And for the remaining days, you would just keep analysing your body up and down and seeing what sensations you feel. If you like, did like a check from the top to the bottom or from the bottom to the top, and you see what sensations kept up arising. This was the body started to stop hurting. It wasn't hurting as much. It wasn't the pain was going away. It was incredibly painful in the beginning, but the pain started going away. Now, the point of this is, you know, when you're stressed and when you're angry, when you're sad, or sometimes you try and suppress it, it's not suppressed. It's also released in the body. When you're tense, what happens? Or you're stressed, you get some tension in your neck. Uh, certain parts of this tension in other parts of the body, in your back, in other parts. So the the part of the point of this too is that different things arise. Different things, the things that are arising are like coming out, are like past pains, past things. Sometimes part, these thoughts are coming to your mind. As you're trying to focus on the body, you're having these thoughts Pop in your head from the past, past anger, past hurt, um, past pain, things that you went through or things that happened to you and experiences that you had. And it's like you're like almost letting it go, letting it come to the surface and just letting it out, letting it go, letting the pain that, that was lingering with those memories like released. And... That wasn't, for me, I find going internal uh, quite peaceful. Even though, I, you, you know, if you fall into yourself and the different things, it might be the past or things you think about the future or things you make up about, you know, different people in your lives, about what you think they think or say or whatever it is. You know, you usually it's between desire and craving and, and thoughts of wanting and then things and then you start, also doing the other thing where you're like, this happened to me, this happened to me, all the negative things that you envision happening to you or are said about you or things like that. And you always try and come back to those sensations on the body and just letting them pass, letting them out. The brain started becoming more calm. There was intense feelings of different things um, and 
your thoughts. <laughs> One interesting thing was that the thoughts were sometimes focused on sexual thoughts and you thought that you're the only one having this. But on the last day, um, we we all were talking and everybody was having the same experience because that area is quite – you're focusing on the sensations on your body so that area becomes more sensitive and so the thoughts um, are there quite intensely. That was something that was uh, surprising. And obviously some other things arise. You try and – gain perspective, you try and have more clarity. The whole process of it too is like finding your universal self, finding your trying to get closer to who you are, to feel more love and compassion for you and for others. And I would say after the 10 days, I do feel more compassion and love for myself in a way that I know or feel that I know how I want to be treated in my lives with the people around me and, and what I deserve and what I don't deserve and just boundaries, wanting to put more boundaries in, in my life and in a loving, compassionate way. I think that's the difference. Like when I was younger, you know, sometimes you just get angry or you might yell and things like that or you, you know, at, I and another way of me doing that, um, I used to be just, you know, disappear and distance myself. Um, and that was my way of, of not allowing something to hurt me or someone to hurt me or me, me being affected by certain people around me. I don't think that's wrong still. I think it's warranted and needed in, with certain relationships. Um, but also, you know, you can tell people, hey, you know, I don't like that when this and this has happened or said or done with any relationships in your life. And, yeah, I just had, um, like, more loving compassion for myself to be able to put those boundaries and not be afraid to put those boundaries. And it's like I'm going to be loving and compassionate when I say these things and I hope that they are respected. The um, another thing that was quite interesting was your observance of your surroundings. So we had moments where we could actually uh, go for a walk um, after during our after our breakfast or after our uh, kind of lunch. But it was at eleven o'clock. If you ate quickly, you could go for a walk before the next meditation, which started at one o'clock. We did approximately throughout the ten days. We did roughly like 100 hours of meditation and what I also found was yeah through those walks you're more you're with your observations and your sensations and on, on your body and listening to like the animals and the sounds of the birds and all of that was quite beautiful and and calming but your your thoughts become more and more in the present and you stop going to the past or the future or things that happen to you become more and more just in your own in your own world but in reality and you in the part of the breathing and the thing too is coming back to reality the past and the future the past is in the past the futures you know you start daydreaming about whatever that's not neither of those things are reality reality is what it's happening to you in the moment of right now 
and your surroundings. So it's like reminding yourself, you're continuously reminding yourself to come back to reality. And I think that these things, um, you know, help you in, in life. Like a lot of the time we create our worries, we create our, you know, we're creating our negative feelings, our sensations all in our bodies are starting with a thought. So if we don't have these thoughts, or if those thoughts, well, you can't control the thoughts, but if the thoughts arise, let them pass. Don't react to them. Don't create the sensation in the body. That's the whole point of, you know, this this experience and through, um, they call it Dharma. And um, you are able to feel more love and compassion. Um, the la- on the last day, we did a special, another special meditation. It's called Metta. And that, those words are meaning loving and kindness and compassion. And so you try and when you do this meditation, they say it's important not to have any anger or negative thoughts towards anyone. So try and be in a, in a very peaceful, happy place. And when you do it, you, you know, you feel that love and compassion and you think of people that you have those, that you feel that without a question, love for. And it could be like, you know, the person that comes to my mind is my grandmother one of my grandparents um and then you know you start feeling that for them and then feeling it for yourself and wanting to share it with other people and um uh, yeah i think that in that moment i have to be honest and say in the moment it happened i still had thoughts of anger in my mind and i didn't want to walk out of the room because i was still in the 10 days and i just you know wanted to continue um, but I think that's quite normal still um, during that process. Um, but on the 11th day we woke up in the morning, I was just, I just made peace with a lot of things. And doing the meta meditation then, I was able to really feel that love inside of me and, and hopefully I can um, share that with others. Um, I did also notice that I speak like this now. <laughs> I don't know, those who, I don't know if you'll be able to tell, but my voice is much, uh, I'm just chilled, you know. It's like you're on a high, but a good high with no drugs. <laughs> so it's like, uh, and my housemates also notice, I'm not sure if you'll be able to see this, but my eyes, they're like, if your eyes are so bright, your eyes are so bright. That's the best way they can explain it. Um, and then I looked in the mirror, I'm like, oh, wait, you're right. They are like a little clearer or like they're quite like they're a bit bright um again i think you know meditation there's a lot of science behind it and shows how much peace and clarity and and how it helps with creating perspective and new neural networks um and healthier you know neural networks in the brain so i'm sure all of that is from there another beautiful thing that happened so um i actually got uh when i got covid this february um I had started having asthma and I needed an inhaler. I had a few like three or four asthma attacks. I had to go to hospital and I've been eating an inhaler every day and having trouble breathing and another one, like one inhaler's quite strong and another one, um, you know, a few, few times a day. But on the seventh day of the meditation of the Pasana retreat, I stopped taking my inhaler. I wanted to try and see what happened. And from then on, it's been a week. I haven't needed it. I haven't taken any of my inhalers. So, and I'm not having any trouble breathing. 
so that's um very rewarding i'm hoping this continues like i I don't have any issues with that so that was really um a lovely thing to have um come from it i did have now if i talk about um you know it was it was nice on the 10th day when we broke our silence and, and talking with the other girls and you know it's hard you know we're all we all just met each other so we you know we all had our own things and sometimes people shared a bit but we don't share too much because we don't know each other on, you know, each other's personal lives so much. So, um, but it was nice to have those. We had like a few of us had like such strong instant um, clicks and connections, which was lovely and friendships that I want to grow and um, get to know and and maintain. Um, and it was great. Everyone was from lots of different countries and Belgium and Copenhagen and Germany and um, Portugal and uh, Turkey and Norway and Finland and uh, California and um, Spain um, from everywhere. <laughs> so many people from different places. Um, I think there was another person from Australia, one of the guys that I um, and myself. Um, but yeah, it was really, really, really cool uh, to be able to like that tenth day. Everyone's just smiling and happy, and we're all just like talking about all these different things. And the energy was just really beautiful, and it was just so nice to be with the people that I connected with. Like I just felt like I was with some strong women, and their energy was just so great. And um, you could feel like we were able to connect when we registered on the first day. And it was nice to have that connection before going into it and um, feel their strength and throughout the the whole process. Um, even though we couldn't make any eye contact or touch or talk or anything, you know, you're just knowing people are there and you're walking past each other. It, it was quite nice. Um, and, yeah, and um, it was quite difficult the first day, like, going back um, to reality. I kind of... You know, we gave our phones away and didn't have it. I didn't want to turn my phone on. I didn't actually for the first few hours. Um, and I, I wanted to keep it off. I really enjoyed not having to look at any social media or anything or and not talking to anybody. <laughs> like, honestly, the silence was really nice. Um, I, it just happened all in a perfect time in my life for that moment. Um, but yeah, the first day was quite um, overwhelming. Um, I was just, uh, I don't know, just reality, I don't know, things just, I can't even still put it to words, maybe in a few weeks or so, but it, it just, it was, I was just overwhelmed and emotional. I was overwhelmed and emotional. And I wanted to keep that peace and silence. And, like, um, I think uh, I should have kept my phone off, honestly, for a few more days when I came home. Um, every now I think about it, I'm like, I think I just want to turn off my phone. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, coming back to that and then you try and, like, that part, you, like, you know, the freak out moment and then you get over it and then you start... Um, you know, going about your life. It was really cool too that everyone's coming from, we're in a transition period, like everyone's left work or finished things and they're like transitioning to what's next. Some And a lot of us don't know what's next. So it was really cool to be in that position with other people also in the same kind of position in their life. So, um, yeah, it was nice. Like what do I want to do? What, what, what job? Or like, what do I want to work? What, what's my, what, you know, 
what am I what's my desire like desire or goals that I want to that I want to you know do so yeah it was like um after a few days I I ended up uh, journaling and writing down a bit of my experience there are things some things that I won't share with anybody I'm not sharing everything right now I'm sharing some things um yeah but there are some things that I definitely won't share um and yeah it's just going to be quite for me it's like interesting to see what happens or how you just what happens in your life and how you deal and handle things in the next few weeks and next few months um another thing we talked about in the with the people there that had the experience um is something that you know maybe it's something I'd like to do once a year and you can do now once you've done the first time you do it you have to do 10 days and then as now you're not considered an old student you can do two or three days um but yeah I'd like to do I think I'd like to do this once a year like I really feel you know just with my health I feel like such strong um benefits from it and you feel like you, you, your headspace is different um you know a great thing about this whole meditation and the and the we had you know daily you know day one day two videos that were said by the speaker um Asen Goenka who who the videos now he passed away um about like the different things and his stories and everything they're quite lovely and in those things he had he had such great points that he that he said um I wish I, you know, we weren't able to write anything down, but I was like, ah, oh, that's so good, that's so good. I want to, you know, write that down, but we couldn't. Um, yeah, and, and the whole environment, we were in nature, the mountains were behind us. Um, it just felt like a very, the, the energy there was just really beautiful. And we had like, everyone had their own, you know symbolic things that happen to them and how they you know read the world and things like that you know for example i've never seen a shooting star and on the on the morning of the um the 10th day um I always looked up at the stars as i walked to the meditation hall that was like my favorite moment like i'm like i'll wake up at 4 a.m and get there at 4 30 to start my meditation because i get to walk and see the stars and they were just so clear and so beautiful but yeah on that 10th morning there was a shooting star and I, I you know made a wish to myself <laughs> so that was uh, that was quite nice and another thing that I saw that I, I always like was uh, fascinated with was um, blue butterfly so I saw a blue butterfly again as I was walking during the day to the meditation hall um, and that was nice like a little laugh moment to myself but in nature, it was really cool. Like there were so many animals and like little lizards and little birds and all and spiders and all kinds of things. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm in Australia. <laughs> so that was kind of cool to be in that. Um, but yeah, and like just what looking at the mountains and uh, yeah, it was just a, a, such a beautiful environment and space to be able to do that, to have that experience. Um, yeah, and. You know, there's so much more I can say. There's so much more that I can go into with this. Um, again, maybe I'll do another one or tell you an update or, or something in a month or two or something like that. Who knows? 
But for now, this is as much as I'm feeling that I, I should share at this point. Um, yeah, I, ha- I, I do, I feel, I feel good and uh, I'm just looking forward to the next couple of months and, you know, seeing what happens in my life and um, just the benefits on, of this, this whole experience and the Vipassana meditation. And I'm trying to daily, you know, I did, you know, they did say we should do one hour in the morning and one hour at night, but um, I wanted to slowly get into that. I have been meditating daily, but 15 minutes every day for the last year. So I have been doing half an hour in the morning and half an hour at night um, and just keeping it that for a while and then maybe building up to that. And even during the day, sometimes in the middle of the day, if I'm home, I, I also like to, you know, it depends how I feel. I'm like, you know what, I want to do another meditation. And it doesn't have to be Vipassana meditation. Sometimes, uh, for example, uh, the last couple of days I've been doing a self-love meditation. Obviously, you can find many different types of those, but there's one from a neuroscientist that I like, and I have been doing that. And, yeah, and I just... Um, you know, we a big part of doing this whole experience is, is um, you know, you don't, no matter what anyone tells you of what this thing could be like or feel like or whatever, it means nothing. What a big thing that um, in those talks that was said to us as well is that you need to experience this yourself. You need to, you know, go with your experience, go with your sensations, like, you have the you are the you know yourself better than anybody. The wisdom of knowing you or or understanding you is in you. It's not through anyone else. So you need to you know do the meditation if you like to do the meditation, of course, and experience it yourself because we're all going to have different experiences, different sensations, different thoughts, and then different outcomes with the experiences. No one no one can show you anything you need to you know experience it yourself um and that's a like a like i think the point of a lot of things is like you don't know the outcome of something until you experience it so it's like like experiencing it um and you know even if you i don't know depends on what it is maybe doesn't work uh this time but another time it does it really depends like i'm talking broadly here with relative to anything but no one can tell you how something will be or feel like this is the only way you're going to know if you want to know is if you experience it yourself um and yeah that's uh i guess where i'll leave you thank you for listening to get to know you and if you want one of these t-shirts provoke introspection remember to go on the instagram and check out uh on it's on etsy provoke introspection on etsy.com um you can find that in the link in the instagram or you can check out the facebook page it's also there Uh, we have the shop on the facebook page as well and yeah thank you for listening and um this is the bonus episode or it could be titled the question is uh, listeners you can send in your questions relative to, to the topic but how does the mind change after 10 days of silence and meditation so uh, yeah sending your questions sending your thoughts sending your perspectives
perspectives from all over the world. I always love listening and hearing them. And um, you know, you can send any audios or questions on the Instagram page or Facebook page. And you know, be part of the conversation. Um, thank you so much for listening.